chair away. There's two 80s, so I don't I love her boots. A coffee table. treasure it is to just be able to be with people. Uh, and and it kind of goes up a notch when you are able to be with like-minded people. It's like, whoa! <laughs> uh, so I very, very, very much appreciate this gift from the Lord of being able to travel again to come across the ocean and visit with my friends and see your faces. Um, <laughs> I, like people ask ask me quite a bit, you know, like how have it, how have you been, how are you doing? And usually in this Corona season, it comes with a face. They go like, how are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I even feel embarrassed to say at times, especially in the sea, like of all lockdowns and everything, I was doing marvelous. It was, <laughs> I was so happy. It was just beautiful time, and it's like. Pressing on. <laughs> 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 I couldn't say really. I'm great. <laughs> but uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, I I'm doing great, and the the ministry is doing great. And we did not take a hit. It's not it's it's not have been a bad season. It's been a very good, very fruitful season. It's been hard. And also, as like all, I think most people who are very sort of focused in their ministries and in their hearts on preparation for the second coming, we kind of become a little bit masochistic. So the worse it gets, it's kind of the better it is. <laughs> so like, yay, go! <laughs> and it's gonna get worse soon. <laughs> and and that is also kind of makes you a little bit weird. So I'm all. Very, very happy whenever I'm around people who understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. Many, many around me are kind of like, oh, the the season of oppression is coming, is let's rally up and protest. And I'm like, why? <laughs> but anyway, it's a sidetrack, we'll go back to it in a minute. But um, the what was incredible to me, even when it's all, all just started, um, people that I've known for years, Israelis, non-believers, would talk to me, like they started calling, coming, like, can we you know, sit in your backyard and talk? Something is going on, what is it? What's happening, whatever. I've to told more non-believers about the end times. Wow. 
Uh, in this like two, last two, two plus years that I had Eva, because that's not generally what you lead with. But <laughs> uh, and, and it usually leads to amazing conversations because it's becoming so recognizable. And if before, I remember years ago, I was talking to my cousin in California. Uh, I love him, he's my favorite cousin. His name is Misha. He worked for years and years for Google. Uh, actually, he was part of Google startup. And uh, he loves, he loves everything Silicon Valley. He's like big tech impersonated. But <laughs> uh, and at some point he, he, was, he asked me, uh, what I think about him making an investment in buying a house in Monterey, California, which is like this narrow peninsula going into the ocean. And I'm like, Mish, it's like one earthquake, and bye-bye your investment. <laughs> and he's like, these are your Christian fundamentalist friends, which by the way, he believes most of them live in Texas. <laughs> that's why I'm going here, you know, to give my kind of resource and fundamentalism. <laughs> he said, these are your Christian fundamentalist friends, they just brainwashed you. Uh, and I'm like, Nish, hard times are coming. And he's like, no, everything is good in the world, Google is hiring. Uh, and that's, that's the criteria. <laughs> I think even for those people, it became very obvious that not everything is good in the world. In the last like three years, yeah. it became obvious and apparent. Not everything is good in the world. Google might stop hiring at any moment now. <laughs> and the end times will begin then, yes. <laughs> severe lockdowns. Uh, I realized how absolutely exhausted I was and how my main functioning was uh, adrenaline function. You kind of, you keep running because adrenaline keeps pumping. And then all of a sudden you don't need to run. I don't think I was any less productive. I didn't stop working because we all turned into zombies. Uh, but there was a lot of Zoom, Zoom communications and things were happening. I was not less productive, but I was not stressed. And I didn't feel like this is what I need to accomplish. And uh, I think you in this country, you know, I always say that no one in the world has work ethics like Americans. And no one on this planet works like American middle class like working themselves into the ground. Uh, insane hours, the work demands, the intensity. No one does that. Not in Israel, not in Europe. It, it's kind of specific to here. Uh, and then when you stop, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm not American, my work ethics are not like American, so I'm doing less, but still. You just slow down and all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, 
uh, it's, it's beautiful to be alive. It's a, it's a good thing, like you can talk to God and yeah. you can spend time with we're connecting to people, uh, like even when like only one-on-ones were possible, those one-on-ones were so fruitful. And we learned that actually our moms in our program, that's what they wanted. Mm-hmm. They all attention starved, mm-hmm. they all have yes. needs that are not met in group setting because they're all jealous of each other. <laughs> and this whole situation was just n- not good. And we keep pushing it down their throat, the peer group support. Mm-hmm. Ha. <laughs> wow. it, it just, and when all of us, you know, like you need to like your peers to be supportive. <laughs> <laughs> someone, like one of my supporters or some connections, they write this letter to me with that they had this revelation that what I need to do is organize the moms to help each other, like to watch each other's children, to do the, the, the. and every time I read this email, I'm like, oh my gosh, they hate each other, like you can't, like, you can't do that, they're not going to do it, they don't like each other, uh, and you need to reach a certain level of healing before you can do or receive help in groups. Right. So all of a sudden we were available to do one-on-ones. They loved it. Mm-hmm. Little children loved it. When it was like two kids and, a t- and, and an adult taking them somewhere in the park or something, spending time with them. Absolutely loved it. They had great time. Yes. The only ones who didn't like it, teenagers. Mm-hmm. Teenagers mm-hmm. suffered in the season. Yeah, in the beginning, we all tried to do youth work on Zoom. It's, it's like pulling teeth. I think it's a, it's a form of abuse for everybody involved. <laughs> so uh, we gave up Zoom. Everybody tried like different creative things, but basically the only thing that works for teens are numbers. And if they can't be like in a big or somewhat bigger group, it wasn't good. So I think uh, I'm, I will be interested to see in a couple of years when they grow a little bit, what would be the fruit of the season for the teenagers? Because they spend a year and a half on Netflix. And oh. in, in so, so zombified that you couldn't even get them out, even when they, like, I'm coming to your town, would you like to go to the beach? It's yeah. just like, I, uh, so that's, that I'm praying and we're watching it and trying to see what's going what's gonna to happen. Uh, I, was, I, was th- I thought that our support will go down uh, over this t- t- two and a half years, the support went up. I don't know how it's possible, but I think just, just God. Um, and uh, the team at this stage is, we have really strong team. All, all girls. Huh. Uh, and, and I was saying all the time, you know, we need to pray for guys, we need to pray for God, we need to pray for God. And then one of my staff members, she's a dreamer, like dream, night dreams. She dreams, like it's, it's sometimes it's scary. Like she's one of the, those people who dreams something, not symbolically, but actual thing happening, and it happens. Oh, wow. 
plus she, symbolic dreams. Uh, very accurate. And, and at one of our meetings, she, she, she delivered uh, a dream that she had. And in this dream, there was uh, some kind of attack coming against the young teenage girls in, in our ministry, connected to the ministry. And in the dream, uh, she uh, sort of, uh, she turns to God in the dream and she says, why is it happening? God says to, to, to her, because you don't want them. You need to learn to want them. And as she shared this dream, I, I realized that in my desire to have men on the team ministering to young men, I did not want these this young women that are already on the team that are awesome. And this is what God, like we didn't chase the men out. <laughs> this is what, like God rearranged it this way. So um, I said, you know, we're changing policy. We still can pray for whatever we want to pray. But we are at this stage, we're all women ministry and we're fine with it. <laughs> We're declaring it to be fine. <laughs> so we have two Annas, which is, can get a little confusing. So when we introduce each other, we have Anna, Anna, and Mariana. <laughs> so there are two Annas and Oksana. <laughs> so if your name is not related to anything Anna, <laughs> We're not going to take you. Uh, and uh, the, there is wonderful unity in the team. And uh, I also realized with all of these changes on how... I, I always say that I'm trying to be very, very careful not to let me, Mariana, merge with Streams in the Desert. Uh, and yet, I think I merged anyway, because especially for a single woman, it's very hard not to, because I don't, I don't have anything, anything else pulling me out of it. So the toll, the financial struggle that we had in the ministry for five years, and uh, issues we had in the team were taking on me personally. It became kind of my life's background, but I remember a few years back when I was here and I confessed to you all that I'm, I'm like, I'm done. I, I basically, in that year, I came clo the closest to leaving, walking away, not from the Lord, but from everything else. Just staying in America, not going back home, not, not doing this anymore. And this pressure of spiritual warfare that's in the land, warfare connected to the ministry, money pressures, all of that was just so much, but it became such a background of my life that I couldn't imagine how it would be when it's not there. Well, now it's not there, and this is how it is. I can sleep, I can breathe, I don't feel guilty to rest, and when I don't have a lot of work, I just don't do work. And I don't feel horribly guilty about it, or guilty at all. I, uh, I laugh again, I'm, I'm funny again. It's like, I know how, how these things are, and I, 
don't really want to go back. And one other thing I wanted to, to say, this is something that I've learned, like two things that I've learned personally out of this like lockdown experience. In the very, very beginning when it all started happening, I, I asked the Lord what, what it is and he said it's a trial pandemic. And, uh, and I knew then that what, what he meant was it's kind of like a practice pandemic. Mm -hmm. And it's practice for us and it's practice for the governments and it's practice, like everybody's practicing now. Mm -hmm. I think a big part of it, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist by a long shot, but I think a big part of it is the government's trying to see how far they can push before there is any pushback. Mm -hmm. And I think that the discovery is very far. Yes. Like really far. You just need to scare scare all of us first and then you can push us yes. really far. And that was one one thing that he said, it's a trial pandemic. And I said, okay, then I will be practicing. I will be practicing to see what do I need to do when the heat turned on. And what I learned is uh, the most important thing is hope. The most important thing is hope. And we need to get really intentional about our hope. Uh, so many people I've seen spend hours and hours and hours doing research on the internet. Mm -hmm. And I'm putting it in angry quotation marks because it's not. <laughs> It's, it's, not, it's not real research. People don't even know that unless they turn off the cookies, mm -hmm. it's a biased research to start with. Like you like something once, this is what you're gonna get. This would be your research. Just proving your point again and again and again. But also, uh, most of what it does, it steals your peace and it takes away your hope. Yes. And everybody gets really wound up. Yes. And we know what we need to know. I think when we even go into it, we already know what we need to know. But what I also discovered for me is the more I know, the more information I have, the more confused I get. That's and I think it's a, something that is an attribute of the time and it's only going to become worse. And I'm telling it to the kids, to the young adults that I work with all the time. It's like this, the spirit of confusion and the spirit of offense. These are your two, two main enemies right now in the world. The more information comes your way, the more confused you are. The, the things you need to learn is you find what is your hope, the hope, Blessed hope is the only solid thing. You grab hold of it like, the, like it's your parachute. And nothing, anything that comes that takes it away, that makes it less, that makes you doubt it, you, you get it out. You just don't let it into your life. You might get less information, but you don't need this information. You need your hope. And you focus with everything you have on your hope and how to feed it. And you feed it like I remember Father Peter said to me once, I said to him something about the resurrection from the dead. I said, I don't understand it, but it really stirs my spirit. He said, you don't need to understand it. You just need to meditate on it. Mm -hmm. And he said, usually when we find things in the Bible that we don't understand, we put them away. He said, do the, do the other way. The things you don't understand, meditate on them. You don't need to comprehend. 
just roll it in your spirit. This grows my hope. I roll things in my spirit. The kingdom is coming. I don't really know how it's going to look. I'm probably going to be surprised, but the kingdom is coming. It's at hand. I can smell it. I can feel it. I can just roll it in my spirit all day long. Yeshua, the king, the resurrected king, we're going to see him with our own eyes, and we're rolling it. Uh, resurrection from the dead is a big subject too. Uh, there are other things like justice. There is not going to be injustice. We can't even picture because it's also so merged in our minds now, now with all kinds of political agendas yes. and what really justice is. With, that is also confusing. Perfect justice is coming. We don't know what it is. It's coming. It's here. Amen. Healing. Total healing is coming. Ro- rolling it I, uh, and just staying on it and if anything comes to attack it that's the enemy not the people not the news not the government not the vaccine no vaccine that's the, the hope snatchers that's that's the enemy uh, and, and 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 with this confusion business uh, I don't need more information I need to know what God is saying and I'm probably going to be wrong at least twice a year. Thank you, But if I do it because I believe that this is what God is saying to me, that's what God is saying to me. And uh, everything is trying to recruit us now so, 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 so hard. So my, my, Takeaways were uh, protecting my hope uh, and defending my sanity against this this conf- confusion. And you you know know me. Some of you more than others. I'm not. I, I'm, I've always been opinionated. I've been that big. I've been opinionated. It's, it's something weird now. Like, someone can tell me really, really passionately something about how vaccines are po- poison and nobody should take vaccine, and I would be like, oh, yeah. And then 10 minutes later, someone would say to me, no, 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 we need to get vaccinated because blah, 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 blah. And I would be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, whatever. I'm not going to make my mind on this one. I'm not, I'm not called to discern the better truth. I'm just not going to. I'm called to obey the Lord. I am, it's, uh, it's probably going to get only more confusing, mm-hmm. which is like, remember, bad is good, yay! <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, that's, I think this is, this is it. I uh, wanted to, to ask for prayer for something that is going on in the body of Messiah in Israel. I don't, I don't think it's universal for almost every country, but there is a really, really strong division uh, in the body right now about the vaccination, non-vaccination thing, mm-hmm. to the point the congregations are splitting. Mm-hmm. People refuse to pray together. Uh, there's a lot of like, what's happening right now is evil and it's totalitarian and North Korea, and Holocaust is thrown around. And those who are not opposing it, actively opposing it, must lack discernment and be less than, and we are not going to pray with them. Because not not opposing is the same as perpetrating. Uh, And 
and I have friends in both camps, but there are quite a few people who are not, not getting vaccinated out of conviction within the Messianic community, probably more than with general population, because Israel has uh, five and a half million out of seven vaccinated. Um, but this is like the spirit of division is really, really, really bad. Because when people say to each other they're not even going to pray together because it's just, uh, and I and I know that it's it's just basically catching a ride with this whole vaccine business. I'm sure, like I think you you've experienced the same over the elections in this country, where it's becoming such an obstacle that people can't even look at each other, uh, and we're experiencing it now with the vaccine and. Praise the Lord in my in my team. We have variety, both vaccinated and not vaccinated, and we're very happy together. But that's <laughs> uh, just by God's by God's grace, uh, and I think not our desire to quit understanding things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Any questions or comments? We're gonna pray for sure. But I just want to make sure if we have things that need clarification or questions for Mary on that we have a chance to ask those. Have you taught any of the, the younger people about your what you just said to us about find your thing and your hope and then hold on to other parish community? All the time. All the time. All the time. And even little kids, teenagers, all the time. I'm usually I'm saying to them that I am I, I'm so aware they, they got to live in a very, very difficult time. Very difficult time. I'm both excited and, and sad for this generation because they are so, the burden is so, so hard. Mm -hmm. And I say to them, I'm so, so sorry you have to deal with it. But what you need to know is this hold on to your hope. that because it says it's an anchor nothing else is nothing else is going to be an anchor because it's all going to be even less clean yeah i talked to them a lot this this year at camp this was one of our topics we talked about it with the kids and actually we had this was our first camp in two years um and we had 27 kids You know, some of our alumni that walked away uh, came back and served in this camp. Which was a little bit funny because I had, uh, like, there was a guest speaker that came, and at some point he was like, uh, I think some of your camp counselors actually were not saved. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's, and that's correct. <laughs> yeah, but by the end of the camp, it was all squared away. <laughs> wow, praise God. Yes. All right, well, um, one thing we want to do as a community is give financially into your ministry. Mm -hmm. So the chance to do that is 
There's a QR code over there, which is a new idea to put a QR code. All you have to do is scan it with your phone and it goes straight to a giving page that you put in the amount and you're done. Um, on the uh, app. Um, or you can write a check and make it out to Christ the Reconciler and put streams in the desert in the name of life. Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 